Welcome to 20-Sided Stories, brought to you by the 20-Sided Store here in Williamsburg, Brooklyn. I have with me Jocko Frino. Say hi, Jocko. Hi. How is everyone? Uh, if you have not been to the 20-Sided Store, you can check out our website at 20sidedstore.com. That's all spelled out, T-W-E-N-T-Y, sidedstore.com, where you can see all of our information on our regular events, board game night on Thursdays, role-playing games, Magic the Gathering. We also do some special events for our regular Wednesday night D&D encounters. There are seasons, and at the start of every season is what we call Session Zero, where we typically have performers. One of our uh, guests today was a performer at our Session Zero, Chris Littler of Chamber Band. So we'll uh, get to a great interview with him uh, after um, a couple announcements about Another special event that we have coming up very soon on Sunday, June 2nd, Chamber Band's record release party. For $10, you can purchase a ticket to see the band play at the Knitting Factory. But for $20, you not only get to see the band perform, but prior to that, you get to hang out with us here at the 20-sided store and play D&D with the band. You also get a copy of their new album, Deities, and we'll have a ton of other fun giveaways. But if that wasn't special enough... That was pretty special. Well, Jocko. Oh, sorry. You have written an amazing adventure that we're going to be running for that event, which, I don't know, I'm, I'm, why don't I just give the floor to you and sure. let you talk about how awesome this adventure is going to be? Uh, sure. Thank you. I, it is very special to me. Um, we, uh, we've been thinking of an idea. We wanted to write an adventure that was specific to this event. Uh, we could have run any number of adventures that we've sort of got uh, in our arsenal. But I wanted to create something based around the EP and around the album as well. Some songs that, of theirs that I've been hearing again and again and have really just stuck in my head. So this adventure is flavored heavily by their album. Oh, is a place Far from the current Far from my heart Yes, if you're not familiar with the chamber band, let me just say they are their music is very fun and upbeat and if you didn't know that they were singing about D&D, you would be heavily surprised when some of these themes kind of come up in some of their lyrics, which is what Jocko's just about to get into here. Right. Um, and so using those themes, themes of the different gods of D&D and of different tropes of D&D, I've been able to really flavor the story that I'm writing, the adventure that I'm writing that you will play if you come and play with the band. Uh, and there's some benefits to sort of knowing their music as well. Uh, so if you are familiar with the, their music and with these songs that are mentioned, uh, not only will you get all of the little winks and nods that are peppered throughout, but it may give you some insight into what you could be uh, facing, uh, what you could be up against in the adventure. Wow, I can't wait. I actually wish I was playing and not running this game. Me too. <laughs> and I wrote it. 
Yeah, so uh, we have a team of DMs here at the 20-sided store that will be running this event. Those DMs will be Jacko and myself, yes. Chris Wood, Nicole, Ken. So do not miss out on this once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Again, that is Sunday, June 2nd. Sign-ups are on our website right now at 20sidedstore.com. We're going to go to a short commercial break here in a moment, and then we will sit down with... Chris Littler from Chamber Band. Thank you very much, everybody. See you soon. Listeners, this is Jocko from the 20-Sided Store, and I have two very important questions for you. Question number one, do you love scones? Question number two, do you hate dry scones? If you answered yes to both of those questions, I have something you might be interested in. Eveda Gourmet Baking Mixes. You can bake your own scones at home. You don't have to mess with the snobby cashier at your local bakery. You don't have to step outside of your house. You just have to go to Eveda.com and check out their gourmet baking mixes. You will not be sorry if you like blueberry scones. They've got it for you. If you like normal scones, I don't know if that's a flavor, but they've got it for you. Check out Eveda.com. These baking mixes are insane. Eveda.com, from our kitchen to yours. So I thought we would start off by um, introducing ourselves as if we were D&D characters. Chris Littler. Yeah. Level just, level one. one. No, well, we could be level twenty. No, but you just said I'm level one. Well, and I am level one. Would you be level one? I'll be level one. Yeah. Okay, I'll be level one. I feel like I'm at the too. beginning of a journey. Fair enough. Okay, so I'll introduce myself. Yeah. Or do you want to go first? You go first. Okay. Hello, my name is Chris Littler, level one bard, level ten human. Mm-hmm. Like I'm a advanced human, but I'm a level one bard. Okay. I'm just, I'm just getting going at this. My hometown is Tempe, Arizona, and I am on a mission to entertain. Does that work? Yeah, I think that's great. Okay. Um, my name is Lauren Belanco. I'm very tall, uh, and I'm very, um, I'm very old as a human. Okay. Um, but as an elf, my, you can't even tell my age. Okay. I look very young for my years. You're timeless. Timeless. Yeah. Yes. But um, I'm very, very wise mm. above most humans. Okay. So I like big, long capes. So right now I'm actually wearing a dark cape. It's over my head. Can't see it. It's invisible. It's like my invisibility cloak. The cape is invisible or the cape makes you invisible? Well, right now the cape is invisible. So it's an invisible. Sometimes <laughs> you wear, you the cape will inv- make me invisible. <laughs> but for right now, the cape is invisible. You just put an invisible. <laughs> you decided to put an extra piece of clothing on that nobody can see. Exactly. Okay, fair enough. Exactly. So, yeah. So Bard's like to play music they do yeah a lot right they do that's their bread and butter so uh so you've pulled together this chamber band Mm -hmm. of some fellow adventuring friends yes they all kind of came from the same school a lot of them are sarah lawrence kids and um yeah we're all on this amazing adventure together awesome so some inspiration for your songwriting Mm -hmm. um would you say that your songs are D&D adventures that you would like to run or are some of these inspirations from adventures that you have been in or played in or are uh, these strictly inspirations from just your life? Uh, life first. 
Um, I knew when I when I first had the idea to do a concept album that was in the world of Dungeons and Dragons that if I started with the the D and D concept that that was it would be harder to tack on the emotional truth of it. So I started with the songs about my life and I started with the relationship and, and tried to find the true vantage point there. And then once I realized what the song was about, then I was like, okay, so what is, who are they singing to? What deity, if I could pick a deity to try to solve this problem, Mm -hmm. who would it be? And then, you know, for some of them, it was, you know, an evil deity. And for some of them, it was a good deity. And then that kind of divided it. And then I was like, well, what do they want the deity to do? And then once I had figured that out, I then was pulling from my past. I didn't want to like go too much into the lore and I didn't want to like spend too much time on Wikipedia because I, I didn't want to be singing about what I didn't know. Mm-hmm. And I think as, as you know, there's like an endless amount of D&D out there and there are people that there's lore that kind of fights lore and right. you, you can never really be right, especially if you're doing playing different editions. Mm-hmm. So I was just trying to pull from my own past and, and what I remembered and Sometimes I kind of vaguely recall things and I may have gotten a few things quote unquote wrong. <laughs> um, I don't think there's any wrong in D and D, to be right. honest. Like that's fair. There's there's like a structure and then we make it our own. So. Exactly. And that was and that's what I thought was the the joy of of using D and D in that it is this is an intensely personal album and this is intensely, you know, my D and D experience. So if people relate to that, you know, that's great. If they don't, that's, that's, that's fine as well. But at least I can say that I stayed true to what I think makes D and D great. Yeah. So, so how do you feel about that? Like when you've got an audience where half the audience kind of picks up on some of these subtleties Mm -hmm. of the D and D subtext and other people just show up and they're like, man, this band rocks they're so awesome and yeah i love that their songs are about love and life and death and have like no idea that mm. you're singing about D whatsoever it's great i want them to talk to each other yeah and then arrive <laughs> at the conclusion that we're the greatest band of all time because <laughs> <laughs> no it's 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 amazing it's you know most shows you know at our level it's it's really tough for people to make things out lyrically. I think when the album comes out, it's going to be like, and you know, you can look at the lyrics and be like, okay, this is what it's about. You know, right now we're just trying to focus on getting out there and, and playing a fun show for people. And I know that when I go to shows, I very rarely am even listening to the lyrics. It's only after I love the music and I love the people making the music that I go back and kind of give credence to like what they're actually saying yeah i i i would say that that's totally true for me mm-hmm. and definitely if i didn't know you guys before like if i just was like hanging out in williamsburg and going to say like see tv on the radio or something you guys mm-hmm. were opening up for them and all of a sudden i'm just like whoa this band's really awesome even playing D, mm-hmm. i probably wouldn't know that you guys were singing about D until maybe lawful neutral mm-hmm. or Asmodeus came on right. and then I might be like whoa wait a minute right <laughs> and that, that so. I mean that is the great moment I think kind of now it's kind of sad that we have to pitch ourselves as a D&D band I wish that we could just book things I mean we can book things but like it is a great thing to have it's a it's an ace up our, our sleeve that we can we, we have a concept behind us I mm-hmm. wish that we could just be playing shows to people who had no idea and have that moment of realization more often Mm -hmm. people kind of go into it knowing that it's it's happening already because it is it is great to have that kind of aha in the audience 
and it's it's usually when we say the the gods' names, like mm-hmm. Asmodeus and Yinog, who are very yeah, they kind of stand out in the lyrics. Uh, why did you choose Asmodeus and Iznog? Uh, I chose Asmodeus. I was I was writing a song about a girl that had joined a cult because her life had gotten really bad. And the guy is singing about, how could she have done this? She betrayed me. And I was just trying to like, okay, well, who, which of these gods, like, really, you know, do humans worship? Do evil humans worship? And Asmodeus was the one I remembered. And then I I went online. I was like, Asmodeus. Oh, yeah, that fits. Mm-hmm. And Yinaku was the same thing. It was like, what is a more, like, bestial god? Mm-hmm. This guy is going to try to go into town and steal this woman away. Yeah, so they're all, they all kind of follow that. That mold. Oh, so yes, yeah, so I wanted to talk about um, your pledge music, yeah. funding your recording of your album. Okay. Like, that's pretty awesome. It was great. They were wonderful. Yeah. I, I mean, highly recommend them. Uh, the pledge music? The people at pledge, yeah. At pledge. So, yes, yeah, it's kind of like a Kickstarter thing for those who don't know, right. but specifically for music. Yes, and they're more hands-on. Okay. So you have like someone that you you talk to who is basically guiding you through it and saying, "Well, this is how much you want. Well, based on this algorithm, this is probably what you should shoot for." And um, people were wonderful. People people gave and gave and yeah. Well, were... you had great, I think, pledge rewards. Thank you. Is that what you call them? Yeah. yeah. We um yeah there were some some items that weren't as popular that I really wish had been popular. We put up um. To play Super Smash Brothers with Asar, which I don't know why Nobody I would have jumped at that. <laughs> I mean, I guess you can probably find someone and play for free, but like, I don't know. I thought that was the funniest idea, and we did end up having um, one amazing person pledge on that. I'm looking forward to that, yeah. that game. And what about going hanging out with you at a bar? Everybody went for that. Everyone went for that. I but guess we only that's, offered uh, a couple. Yeah, they, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, because how many people can you really go hang out and have a drink with? I can hang out with a lot. A lot of people? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> One-on-one? For sure. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> if it's like, if I'm hanging out and drinking at a bar and also fulfilling like a pledge, then that's, right. then you know, it, Yeah, then that's fine. I'll do that. I'll do that maybe 300 days a year. Yeah. If I can. Okay. <laughs> awesome. That's for the next pledge campaign. That's the next pledge campaign. We'll, just, we'll offer many more of yeah. those packages now that you know that that's the most popular one. It'll be the most successful pledge campaign, but the album will be two years late because yeah. I will be so drunk <laughs> every single night. <laughs> well, it could be limit one drink. Yeah, one drink, yeah. <laughs> I will, have, I will right, hang out ya. with you for as long as you would like, but I will only drink one alcoholic drink. Yeah, that sounds about right, yeah. <laughs> that sounds like me. I'm not a big drinker, so... Yeah, I drink really slow. Do you? And I don't know if that's just because I realize that as long as you're holding something, nobody will bother you. Do people bother? You know, I am with you. What, who do you mean, like, who's bothering you? Um, You know, and I don't think people intentionally mean to bother you, but if they see your hand empty, oh, yeah. they're just like, oh, you need a drink. Let me buy you a drink. And then by the end of the night, you've had like 20 drinks. So as long as I've got a, something in my hand... They're like, oh, you're good, right? And they'll like, you know, people will even come up and they'll like feel your glass or your or your can or whatever you're holding, and mm-hmm. they'll be like, you know, if they can't see visibly how much you have left, they'll like lift it and see the weight, and they'll go, wow. oh, you've got one sip left here, down it. Let me get you another. Okay. Maybe this is, you know, your problem in is my that younger too days. many people are buying you drinks. I guess that's my problem. That's a great problem. I don't remember. I actually don't remember the last time I bought a drink. Wow, really? 
Yeah. That's it, great. It, and it, you know, I can't say that it's really that I'm that popular. It's just that <laughs> I've, paid, I've, I've uh, worked at a coffee shop and I gave a lot of people free coffee. Yeah. And they all work at bars now. So okay. they've in turn returning given me returning the favor. Gotcha. So, you know, they feel like they owe me, which they don't. But right. <laughs> I mean, they do, but they don't. But they don't. Yeah, yeah. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's great. I Yeah, I, I, I'm in the same boat where I try to keep it the halfway point mm-hmm. if I can and just um, just sip at it. That's a good good place to be. So are you playing in any D&D campaigns right now? Yeah, I'm playing with Ken. Oh, cool. Yeah. Ken is one of our team DM. Um, I'm also DMing... Um, a game that I do with uh, friends from college um, who are all like video game journalists. Okay. Dudes about town. Cool. So what character are you playing in Ken's game? Mm. And what is your campaign about when you're DMing? Um, my character in Ken's game is Merivide. He is a high elf world-class detective. And um, he's, he's kind of the group idiot. I realized early on that the players in the group were all kind of playing to the best of their abilities. And I feel like the best group always has someone who is just so stupid, you know, just like really good at some things, but just right. like, sometimes it's dumb luck. And like you do, you like totally advance the party, but most mm-hmm. of the time you just trip over a rock. And right. <laughs> well, he's, he's not like, he's not stupid in like, in like a barbarian way. He's not like, Oh, I don't, I don't get this. He's more like, he thinks he's much more charismatic than he is. In fact, he is like a charisma-based rogue. Okay. I think they call him a rake in this edition. Mm. He's always just like, I'll handle this. And he'll just go into the conversation and then just insult the, the crap <laughs> out of the person. And um, <laughs> I don't know. And it's like very, he's like in, kind of insulting the party every single step of the yeah. way. It's it's that fine line of trying not to be that annoying character who right. is like just causing trouble. And, and but also just trying to have fun. Yeah. And um, what was it? What world am I DMing in the? Yeah. Like, what's your campaign about that you're DMing? I mean, are you writing it or are you running it from a module? I'm I'm running. I wanted to learn the new D and D next. I wanted to learn yeah. the new edition. So it's it's kind of a steampunk world. There's been this great disaster, and the the last surviving human beings like dug out in a mountain, and then they went to the very bottom layer, and then they got trapped there. Now they're out of food, and they have to fight their way back up. To oh, the awesome! Top. So it's kind of like City of Embers esque world, and uh, unfortunately, we don't get to meet as often as I'd like to. Yeah, but you know, that's New York. It for happens. You. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody's busy. I'm I'm in a campaign, and we haven't played for two years. It's the school teachers in our party that. Oh, school teachers. have to go to bed early. The worst. (laughs) The worst. Go to bed early. For what? But when summer comes around, hopefully they'll have off and they won't decide to go to the Bahamas or something. I don't know. I I used to be just the the neediest DM back in high school because all I wanted to do was do it. And you just... And I and I was one of those like completists where like if you start with five people in your party and these five players, then you need to have those five people there for every single session because like how do you explain that Garthok you know is not here this time? He's just hanging out, not talking. No, I don't buy it. We're not meeting this week. Right. <laughs> and I think after doing that, your heart just gets broken so many times that you you just kind of like sit back and be like, you know what? If people want to play, they can play. You know, you can bring new people in. 
but still every once in a while that little part of me that high school dm me is just like why can't we just all get together every yeah. time <laughs> and just play come on why can't you guys carve out 10 hours on a sunday <laughs> to play this game just 10 hours just, just no big deal hours. Yeah. we're gonna have pizza yeah yeah well that's why you know D encounters every wednesday two hours we're playing whether you show up or not right I mean, this there's is always great. a game. We never, we never had this in in Arizona. We we never had a store like Twenty Sided Store. Oh, I'm sorry. It's okay. Maybe one will open. Maybe you will open one one day. Maybe this is. The but beginning. I don't know if you could leave New York now that you now that you're here. Thank you for saying that. That's the most terrifying thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> Thank you. You can never leave. Chris. Yeah, because I need you to play songs for me mm-hmm. live on the radio yeah. all the time. So why don't we start now? Okay. Yeah, I want to hear a song. Okay, how do I do this? Let's let's ask our... our what do we call you? Resident engineer. Let, let's talk to our resident <laughs> engineer our, our and our producer <laughs> and see if uh, we can get this guitar set up and hear a few tunes. Sure. Cool. All right, this is Shapeshifter. should do I don't know my own heart I don't fit in my skin I feel so excuse she says she loves me why she asking me to change in familiar form into size not my own into obesely shape
when I changed back I gave her such a fright I once was a shape shifter But I won't be tonight I once was a shape awesome actually that one is one of my favorite ones because if i didn't know that a shapeshifter was a D character i would have totally thought that was just about like some girl with like split personality who like one day would be treating me like this and the next day it would be like this and kind of really goes along with that whole like love triangle story yeah. I don't know, is that is that what it was about a love triangle not a triangle necessarily <clears throat> but i guess just like maybe that girlfriend that one day is really nice to you, and the next day is really mean to you, and you don't really know why. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yes, it is. It is about that. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I, I always want to be careful about saying what a song is about. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, in in my mind, it's it is very much about someone who you're dating sees you in a certain light, and you see yourself a different way, and and they want to keep you in that light, and then one day you just don't want to. You want to be yourself. And you take whatever repercussions come with being yourself. So it's not a very, it's both a happy and a sad song. It's kind of a bittersweet song. Off the album, Deities, which can also be pronounced Deities. Um, so yeah, that's Shapeshifter. I don't know if you want another one or if you want Well, Zach song. wants another song. <laughs> okay. So this, this one goes out to Zach for putting this all together. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Uh, so I'll, I'll play Constitution <laughs> yeah. if but, I can. Just... Before we get into the song, I just want to say that um, Record Release Party is coming up. I will give all the details about this soon, mm. but Chamber Band Record Release Party with a special, special package here at the 20-sided store. All right, now you can play. All right, so this is Constitution. <clears throat> to bravely attack the white, to lose one's head, but not to lose the fight, the fight. My baby, she wait at home, a trusty warlord delivers my bones, my bones. She takes me remains to the local priest. She offers silver and post Go and tell I wrote. Gotta get loot, gotta get fake. Gotta skill up, gonna come back. Give a guy kill today. 
for having me on the show yeah thank you for being our first guest for 20-sided stories this is this is an incredible honor for me uh, to have you here thank you it's an honor to be here thank you <laughs> <laughs> Wow, that was awesome. I I want Chris to come and play songs for me every day. That was so special. Um, I hope you guys all enjoyed that also. And do not forget, sign up now for the Chamber Band record release party here with the 20-Sided Store. You're going to get to play D&D with Chris and the rest of his band. We've got Team DM on board running an amazing adventure written by Jaco Farino. We're going to be giving away a copy of the album to everybody who signs up for that event. You will get a whole bunch of other cool swag. We're going to have a contest if you come up with a nickname for our DMs. And then we were, are all going to head over to the Knitting Factory and watch their awesome show. So you guys can get to sit across from Chris while he sings and looks right into your eyes as well. It'll be amazing. Thanks so much for listening, guys. We'll catch you next time on 20-Sided Stories. Stories.